Welcome to the HR Matters podcast. HR Matters because people matter. The place where you can listen to fresh ideas about working together with news and topics that really matter and insights into the changes you can make in your organization today. For HR professionals, managers, and anyone who has a keen investment in the people within their organizations. Featuring Marjolaine Fluch. Hi, hello. And myself, Lisa Dempsey. So today we have another soft skill that we want to talk about, but we keep on talking about some of these soft skills because they are so vitally important. Once we get these mastered, we unlock the value inside of them, all of the other traditional business stuff becomes so much easier. Um, but this one I think is a really important one today. Marlene, do you want do you want to give a little bit of introduction? Because this this was actually your topic, something that's really close to your heart. Yes, it is. Um, this is something that is central to my approach in HR and HR consultancy and HR communications, which is my specialty. And it is kindness, kindness in business. Mm. And I think this is a key thing, a key element that will bring HR to the next level, to the next decade. Because, you know, even even yesterday and last week, I was talking with HR people and they are so busy and there's so much on their plates and there's so much hard stuff they need to do. And I think kindness is the way to get unstuck. I think kindness opens up the room to deal with all that hard stuff and to deal with the hard business stuff that needs to happen in in organizations you know the the difficult decisions the um, the the big the the numbers all the you know the, the, all that stuff that that you struggle with that takes a lot of energy it takes a lot of time i think yeah. kindness will get you out of that corner that you're in um and it's something that's that is overlooked and that's why it's you know it's it's one of those soft skills that we're bringing up in this podcast because it's hard to overlook them when you're so focused on on the business which you want to do which you want to work on which you want to contribute to um but this is something that you can start doing right now that um you can figure out how to you can figure out when not to but that will get you out of that corner that you you may feel like you've painted yourself in yeah um and yeah. it's a, it's at the core of uh of what I advise when I advise people about HR and HR communications. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And it, and it's, I think it's core to so many things and, and not just HR, but just general human relations. True. Um, yeah. You know, within HR, outside of HR, in our personal lives and our business lives, it's, you know, starting from the assumption of, kindness and that being the gateway to everything that you do uh, is so important but I think there's a lot of stuff that really gets in the way of it right you know True. Um, and and one thing I do want to mention is that I do see this getting uh, getting more attention getting more traction I was uh, just reading an article by an HR trend watcher 
who had uh, 10 big trends, 10 top trends for HR in 2020. And kindness was definitely one of those. Um, I see the whole um, approach to relationships in businesses, in organizations, getting more attention. It's mm -hmm. about workflow happiness. It's about um, the transition from human resources to human capital to like uh, Ronald Myers is writing in his, in his new book, Ronald Myers from Deloitte, about human experience, the human experience of work. Yeah. And all those topics are related to how you make relationships work between the people in the organizations and between people and the organization itself. Um, and so I and just, how people choose to show up. Yep. Yep. Definitely. And um, it's not always easy. And it's, uh, there are things that you need to, you need to figure out. The good thing about kindness is we talked about values earlier and about acknowledging and about holding space, which are all skills that new skills for the new HR uh, decade that you need to learn. And um, well, I, I was thinking nobody needs to learn kindness because you know what it is. You don't need to, to, to explain it and to explain what we mean. <laughs> it, you know, it, everybody probably knows what kindness means. Hopefully everybody has experienced kindness yeah, at some yeah. point, but I would, so I would actually, I would challenge that on the front of, I think mm -hmm. hopefully most people have experienced kindness on some level, both giving it and receiving it because it is mm -hmm. a two way piece. Um, I think where the real skill part comes in, I see it kind of showing up on three different levels. I think number one, the skill element of it is knowing when to use it and and how to use it sometimes then as well in combination with boundaries. Mm -hmm. I think there's a misconception that if you're kind, well, suddenly you have to become a doormat and suddenly you know, you're just the nice person who does everything for everyone all of the time. And right, yeah. No, kindness can absolutely be used and should be used in combination with boundaries. Yeah. Um, I think the second level of, of skill is also giving yourself permission to be kind. I think particularly in the business place, there's this idea that, well, you know, we're all professionals, we're all people, we're all being paid to be here to do our job. And, you know, how often do you bang your head on the desk going, damn it, why can't you just do your job? <laughs> you <know? laughs> so I think there's an assumption that, you know, like you don't need to have kindness in the workplace because everybody's getting paid and you're there for a reason. You have a job in your job description. You should and just be doing what you're supposed to do. And exactly. Don't just, moan about it. Yeah. So I think there's a, an element of, well, a, a, of, you know, giving yourself permission to use kindness. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think there's, you know, the, this is a more nuanced level of, of kindness of, you know, also creating the awareness of, you know, I think some of the, the biases that we carry about kindness, mm -hmm. you know, I think for, for women, 
there's a, a bias that, well, you know, women are supposed to be nice and friendly and kind and not, and if you're in a business environment, you better not do that because you need to man up and prove who you right. are and that so you're you, tough. Yeah, you're either a doormat and, and you're not taken seriously and you don't manage to, to, to be kind to yourself or you're not kind at all and, um, and, and you get very rigid and very transactional. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think for men as well, there's sort of a, uh, a bias that plays out of, well, they, they need to be hard as well and particularly mm. in a business environment. So I think there's a level of, of skill about the permission and then the awareness of the, the biases that exist about kindness. Yeah. Um, but I love what you said about, you know, getting out of the transactional for, for you, Marlene, mm -hmm. how does, you know, kindness link to getting out of transactional? Well, what I see happening in organizations is, and I, I, I was speaking earlier this week with someone in a big uh, daycare organization. Um, and it's, uh, it was taken over by an investment company. It's being run. It's 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 a big organization. So you know there's challenges in in running that, um, and the way it's being run is very transactional. It's where can we call costs? Where can we make things more efficient? Which procedures and processes can we mm. make more uh, uh, more solid? And people keep leaving. People who've been working there for 20, 30 years are leaving. People who are the new manager of a location are leaving within the year and the next one's leaving after a year and the next one after wow. that is leaving in three months. So what's going on there? And they try so hard to make it a profitable organization and a successful organization that is, you know, set up correctly and everything's tight and and, and functional um, and it's purely transactional and being so transactional and then struggling because you know it's it's expenses and it's business and it's recruitment super tough with all those people leaving and it's um, uh, uh, sick leave and it's you know it costs so much money to run a business and uh, um, you know, there's loads of struggles there going on, and I do recognize that. But staying in that transactional space of uh, talking about costs and if I put this in, what am I going to get back? Uh, and treating people like that and, treat, and, and looking at processes like that gets them stuck. Yeah. And leaving no room for people to connect, to truly connect with why they're there which is to, to to look after our kids they're tiny babies little kids you know you want to you want them to be taken care of and you don't want them to be taken care of by procedures you want them to right. be taken care of by people that love not the just kids. a number yeah exactly people that love the kids that that are good at taking care of those kids and that are capable and and allowed to make good decisions and if you make that purely transactional i'm paying you this this is a job i offer this is what i'm getting back you get stuck because there's no more room to maneuver 
and because there's no more cutting costs and there's no more increasing profits when um, people stop being able to be humans yeah and, and the it way it makes the work very different when it's just about input and output yeah, yeah. and isn't and, it interesting that businesses as they try to grow and they mm -hmm. try to expand and you know i so what i what i make up about it is their intentions are probably good they're trying to expand and make things more scalable sure yeah and it's not about that being wrong but it's yeah. about you know when and, you take out the human factor and it's only about the transaction it's only yeah. about the process the procedure the protocol you get stuck and and if you make more processes I'm, you know, you want to make things more professional and you want to make it foolproof and you want to, you want to erase the option of you know, the possibilities of, of, of mistakes being made. And I understand that. But if you do that and you forget the factor of kindness, you forget about the people, the other, yeah, the other important harder and key. harder and harder. Yeah. And the way, <laughs> the way out of, of, of feeling so busy and so overwhelmed and so stuck in how can we make this business successful because I'm doing all this and it's still struggling. The way out of that, the way out of that corner is extending some kindness. And I got onto this train of thought from an article from the Atlantic in 2014. So it's been on my mind for a while and I, I, I keep testing those ideas. And that was about relationships in the private sphere. This is about marriages and about what makes a successful marriage, which I then extended to what makes a successful relationship in, in any context. And the difference between successful and unsuccessful marriages was kindness, was when you're trying to make it work, um, you know, we all know relationships take work, whether it's at home or at the workplace, they take work. Um, when you're when you're stuck and it's not going perfectly and you're not getting along all the time, which is okay because you never do, the thing that makes a difference is a bit of kindness, is uh, assuming that the other person is either meaning well, even though it's not coming across, mm -hmm or deserves something better or just even if you don't believe those things or maybe there's something else going some on room. in their life yeah maybe yeah. there's something and and even if there is and you can't fix it or even if there is and they're just being horrible about it maybe they're not aware of their that they're being horrible maybe they are doesn't matter give some kindness before you ask for something back and that's getting away from the transactional. That's what I'm, you know, what, what running a business is often like, you know, I'm, I'm giving you this money. So, and I'm giving you this job. So you're supposed to do that job and, and bring in the revenue that, that corresponds to that money. Right. Breaking away from that and just being kind. And that can be really small things that can be things that do not cost any money. That can be holding the door open. That can be getting a cup of coffee for someone that can be, you know, getting hot asking chocolate for everyone doing. on a on a cold day. Asking yeah. how you're doing. It can be super small things, um, and that has that has a big impact. Yeah, uh, and it gets you unstuck from that yeah. from 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 that purely business 
thing. Um, and w what I find interesting as well is what you were just saying about, you know, the, uh, the thing that I see HR people wondering about is how can I, how can I be in this role that was supposed to be about people uh, and still uh, serve the business and still be that business partner? Um, so, how, how, you know, how can I be kind without being too kind? Uh, which is about boundaries. And, and, and you were mentioning that earlier, Lisa. So what are your ideas about that? How do you do that? How, do you, how can you be kind but not too kind? Yeah, well, I think the combining kindness with boundaries, mm -hmm. so important. Um, it, it's what keeps people from ending up feeling like a doormat because, of mm -hmm. course, you know, nobody enjoys that and that's not healthy for anyone. Um, right. But it, yeah, so in, in, in my leadership coaching practice, it, there's sort of a, a, a process of that we go through of looking at, number one, you know, what are how does it serve you? You know, what mm -hmm. is the impact that you're having and how you're showing up? Mm -hmm. And nine times out of 10, when people are not showing up with kindness, it's having a real impact. It's limiting other things that they don't feel tangible right in that very moment. But mm -hmm. in the bigger picture, when you zoom out, you take that step back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has a pretty big impact. Um, so it's about becoming aware of, you know, what, what the kindness opens up, what doors mm -hmm. does that open up? And typically it is that space of connection. It's that space of relationship. It's where mm -hmm. people get to show up as people and you get to meet on the human level as opposed to that transactional level. Yeah. Cause I think transaction worked for a really long time, but we're, we're fast approaching a space in the majority of our businesses where transaction doesn't cut it any longer. Nobody yeah. goes to work from nine to five and that's it. Yeah. You know, showing up for the paycheck is no longer enough. There's more that's required because our workplaces have just become much more complex. Yeah. And, um, and that's the, the connection between, by the way, between all those related trends, that more yeah. people are seeing that, that they're seeing different sides of it, but, it, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it relates to a whole variety of shift in, and movement, but mm -hmm. it, you know, for me, the, the, the most simple point is it boils down to we're no longer in transactional jobs. You know, we don't just show up from nine to five, do our work, take our paycheck, and then go home to, you know, different lives. It, yeah. Work has been integrated into so many facets of our lives, so many hours of the day. Mm-hmm. So we have to meet at a different level, also on a business level, you know, the, the commodities. Sure, there's still some businesses that are still making money on, on natural resources and, and just pure commodities trading, mm -hmm. but they're becoming few, fewer and further between. Yep. As more and more technology is required, innovation, creativity, yep. you have to Tech meet on a human services. level. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so where, boundaries. Oh, where, sorry. Should, where should those boundaries be? <laughs> well, so the boundaries, the boundaries come in as a really important thing to allow you to show up and start from that assumption of kindness. Mm -hmm. Start from the assumption that nobody's turning up to be a problem, mm -hmm. to be difficult, mm -hmm. to make your day bad, to make your life hard, you know. That may be the impact that they're having, but that may not be their intention. Yeah, they're probably showing up at work because they want to do their job. 
They don't, right. they don't they have wanna, to screw it up. <laughs> exactly. They want to do a good job, but maybe mm-hmm. because they're frustrated or they're lacking some skills, they're lacking some resource, there's there's a gap somewhere. Yeah. Something else is coming out. Um, but by combining it with a boundary as well. So you open up mm-hmm. this, you start with opening up the space of the the curiosity yeah. of meeting them on the human level. What is going on? You know, you seem really frustrated today. What what's happening? So kindness is the start, but you don't have to keep on being kind. Yeah. If it, I, I, yeah. If it's yeah. not met with with also some openness, you don't have to slam the door, but you can also hold a boundary. So that yeah. also means, you know, you you do not have to accept that somebody is constantly stepping on your boundaries and your needs. You know, recently I was on a phone call with uh, somebody. I was asking for some help. Mm. I needed, needed something. They were just not thinking with me. They, they, they wanted to stick to the process, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. procedure, the protocol. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, then that's it. Then you can be kind and then, you know, you hang up. Well, I, I, so I didn't <laughs> hang up, but I, you know, I, I, I was noticing for myself that, you know, I was, I was asking very kindly for something that, that I needed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't being met in any sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I still held the assumption that this person didn't intend to do a poor job. Yeah. But I think on like the fifth or sixth iteration of please, can you, and, you know, inviting somebody to think along with me to solve a challenge. Yeah when it was met yet or unmet again, um, I said, you know, can I just share something with you? I notice that I'm getting really frustrated and the way that you're communicating your limits and all these things that you're saying now you can't do is it feels really unfriendly and incredibly unhelpful. And I'm calling asking for help. and that person was really surprised. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, they immediately said, oh, oh, that's not at all what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up not being able to change their mindset in that moment because then immediately the brakes went back on. But, yeah. And so I had to escalate to, to a different channel. Mm-hmm. But still by staying in that space of kindness, you know, it, it, it kept communication open. Yeah. At the yeah, very you, least. Right, yeah, you keep the communication open and... And in a way, you leave that struggle with them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, that becomes their problem rather than you, your problem. If yeah. You're struggling with this and not me. I mean, you're, you're getting the effect of it, but the rest of it is on them. This is something that, that they're stuck in. Yeah. And the other thing about kindness is that it genuinely is contagious. It is. So, you yeah. know, sometimes it isn't because someone's so stuck in their, in their whatever they're going through. But it is super contagious, and uh, and that's that's another thing I love about it, and that's how it impacts um, culture as well. Like another topic that we recently talked about, um, company culture and the impact that HR can have on that by just being kind in the way you show up at work, uh, you can have a big impact because it's so because it's so contagious because it catches on because it makes people happy because it makes you happy and then it's easier to keep it up yeah uh, and because other people start doing it too yeah 
Yeah. And it, and it may not happen immediately. It may not be, you know, because if it, especially if it's not currently a part of the culture, Mm -hmm. there will be habits, there will be behaviors, there will be mindsets that will get in the way of it. But if you keep on bringing kindness, you know, having kindness be the starting point, it will become contagious. You will feel a noticeable shift. It's funny. It reminds me of, um, the conversation that we had with Bruce Daisley and the example mm-hmm. that he gave of the, the woman at the reception desk who suddenly yeah. just brought in, you know, a box of Chris crisps. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. That was a great yeah. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. just a really simple act of kindness. You can, yeah. you can have an impact on yeah. your entire company culture with that. And it, you know, it, it's not immediate, but it just starts with that one thing and then it, it spreads. Yeah. And if you're having crisp Tuesday or Thursday and no one shows up week after week, you don't have to keep it up <laughs> or you right. can ask someone else to take over and, you know, it's a start and, 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 and not the be all and end all, but it can be a start all over every, every time over again. Um, and, and the impact and the way it gets you out of, out of the things that you're, you're currently struggling with is really surprising and it's really fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. It is, and it, it is. It is a gateway. I think it. You know, kindness is also. It's not only a gateway to fun, but it's a gateway to, you know, the shift from scarcity mm. of not enough, of constantly fighting over resources, constantly fighting over, you know, time and budget and yeah. uh, to the space of abundance where yeah, right and that's can cooperate that's, yeah and that's the thing that's often going on in hr is uh what's on what i see on on people's minds is risk yeah R- risk for the a business lot of fear. risk for fear yeah risk for for hr for being overloaded for getting difficult situations for uh losing a lot of money running into a lot of costs it's all about uh about risk and and avoiding things um and kindness uh you know let's let's loosen let's go of some some of that all that pressure all that pressure yeah it relieves well, that pressure can... it, it gives you a positive outlook rather than than the negative outlook of, of, of trying to avoid all that risk and that's another thing that i really loved about bruce daisley's book is positive affect yeah kindness is one of the one of the ways of introducing positive affect yeah. uh, in situations it's about looking at the positive side of things and and then suddenly having that get bigger you know the things that you pay attention to are the things that you let grow um and uh and and that's why kindness is a key to to on unlocking a lot of a, a, a door that leads you away from all that risk and 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 scarcity and and fear and and struggle really. yeah frustration that's how yeah. it works yeah that's the that's a reasoning behind it really. yeah yeah, absolutely. And it, and it can be so simple. It's funny. So this is going to sound ridiculous, but mm-hmm. long, long, long time ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my first HR roles that, that I took on where we needed to really transform HR, we needed to have HR go from transaction and just being kind of a back office function where they looked after contracts and payroll. Mm-hmm. Admin really, stuff, right? Yeah. 
to genuinely becoming a strategic business partner. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was hired to help transform that and change that space that HR was occupying. Yeah. One of the first things that I did, and this, this was just, it was a gut feel. There's so nothing more than that Mm -hmm. was I bought a a nice glass bowl and I filled it with candy and Mm -hmm. I kept it on the corner of my desk and always, always, kept it filled. Mm-hmm. People thought it was the weirdest thing. They're like, why are you sitting here in HR with this giant bowl of candy on the, the corner of your desk? And right. you just have a massive sweet tooth. And yes, I do have a massive sweet tooth. So yes, I would <laughs> eat about half of it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I will wholly confess Oops. to that. <laughs> yeah. But it was, you know, it, the basic idea behind it was, you know what? Like if I just have something that's nice and enticing always on the corner of my desk, mm. people will become much more likely to come and talk to me. Yeah. And you know what? It worked. Yeah. I had people who would literally, they would stop by my office, but they would come to my floor. So we were, we were on the top floor of the building. So HR mm-hmm. was also kind of hidden away. They traveled um, all the way up. <laughs> they traveled all the way up yeah. to come to my office, to pass by, to pick up a piece of candy. Yeah. And it allowed me to have so many just really casual, informal conversations that built relationships, that helped me understand, you know, what was going on below the surface, helped, mm-hmm. you know, get all of those insights. And it, you know, yeah. that wasn't a transaction. It was just genuinely, you know, I wanted, I wanted to offer people something small and yeah. nice and give them a reason to come by and say hi yeah. and have a conversation. And, and the first thing that I can hear HR people now wanting to itching to reply to you is i don't have time to talk about two of those people i won't get my work done and that's where the boundaries come in yeah oh yeah because it is very essential information that you're going to get and that you need to be a better hr business partner and then you need boundaries you're not a doormat you're not a dumping ground um uh, it's about kindness as a start and about giving but it's not about taking having it take over your whole day Um, oh yeah absolutely and I bet you were good at that too yeah (laughs) yes there were a number of times where I had to invite people to leave (laughs) yeah yeah. and that's very kindly say you know I I I think I need to move on to my next meeting you can do that in a kind way you can do that in a kind way yeah, yeah, exactly. You can yeah. hold a boundary in a really kind way. Yeah, I was in an I, HR office yesterday with a, uh, I was talking to a, to an organization that might need my help, and uh, and they had lots of plants, and they had chocolate, mm-hmm. lots of chocolate. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm thinking that was in the same vein of what you just described. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it very well could be, and it, and it's just such a simple thing. It it's not complex. It doesn't cost a lot of money. Just you know, but it's that simple, very basic token of kindness, a yeah. open door. But I'm curious for you, Marilyn, for you, what what is the starting point? Like, what what is the best place to start opening up this place of kindness? Uh, the best starting point is is um, not letting your your own stresses and your own you know all the murky stuff in your own head in your own day take over and yeah. distract you from that kindness. It reminds me of you know the, um, with a situation that I had in my personal life where at some point I got really upset about something 
that I was genuinely, but also it was valid that I was upset. That was something that other people would have gotten upset about too. And I was so upset that I couldn't make room for kindness. So at that time, now there's two options. You can either walk away or you can have someone else take over. And at that time, I just took a moment. I walked away. I said, I'll be, I'll be back. I just need yeah. a moment. And um, that's a boundary. Until I could, that's yeah, okay. until, until I could come back and be kind again and say yeah. okay you know I, I mean well and you know, tell me what's going on and and this was what, what ha was happening on my side um being kind for myself and being kind for the other person and that's what got us out of of that uh situation that could have blown up completely um so you know find you know make room for that kindness and sometimes yeah. if you can't, that's okay too. You just, you know, take a moment and someone else can be kind uh, or, uh, and, and you help each other. They can be kind to you uh, because you're kind to them in a, at another time that, you, you know, you can build that trust and ask someone to take over. Or you just walk away and say, oh, I'll be back. I just need a moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that example because that's such a good example of you held a boundary. You recognized for yourself that, ooh wait a minute, I'm not in a space where I'm going to be able to engage with my own kindness. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a, a moment, but then you circled back. Yeah. And, and, and looking back, back perfectly valid. Yeah. And, and looking back, that was, uh, that was one of the things that made the relationship between that person and myself stronger. Yeah. Yeah. It's meeting somebody on the human level. You were very human. Yeah. And then when the relationship is stronger, moment. it's easier to figure out stuff that comes next and harder stuff. And, you you know, you can figure out more and dif more difficult stuff uh, when you've built on that relationship. Right. Right. I love that. What a great story. How about you? Um, you know, I think for me, the, the, the gateway to kindness is, is really starting with the assumption mm -hmm. that everyone is genuinely doing the best they can. Yeah. There may be a lot that they don't know. Yeah. They may be overwhelmed or overloaded with frustration or fear, um, but they are genuine. Lack of insight. Yeah, <laughs> lack of insight. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So just starting with that assumption that everyone is doing the best that they can. Nobody intentionally shows up you know, in the office or elsewhere to purposely do a crap job um you know that alone is a is a huge opening towards kindness yeah and it's a part of what helps unlock that space you know so yeah. rather than frustration being met with frustration where you just get clash you get deadlock you get a lot of blame get a lot of hurt it gives you that space to you know find out what yeah. is going on below the surface and and really meet somebody on that human level in a meaningful way yeah, that can um, really help you be kind to yeah. find it in yourself to be kind to just think well they don't they don't mean to be that screw up or <laughs> whatever right. or be mean or yeah they're just missing out something and i think that's where letting go of like the bias that you know we're we're all here in the office we're mm -hmm. all paid to do something we all have a job we should we should all surely know what we're supposed to do right yeah yeah well oh. yeah not always Sometimes there's a good reason or even a silly reason why it's not. Yeah, maybe somebody's, you know, maybe there was recently a death in the family, so their brain is somewhere else. Maybe, 
There's, it could there be could anything. be any number of things. Yeah. Um, but by starting with that, the space of kindness, that assumption that everybody's doing the best they can. Yeah. And also remembering you can combine kindness with boundaries. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it is that, I think that is a skill. It requires practice. It requires people to find their own way to kind of navigate that and find sure. their own way to, like you said, you know, um, Hey, I need a minute and then circle back around yeah. or say, you know, I really appreciate that you're really frustrated right now, but I have a hard time being with this, you know, in, in the way that you're showing up. Yeah. There, there are lots of different ways to do yeah, it. Lots of different things you can say. Yeah, finding that. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for bringing this, this topic. I think it's such a really valuable one. Yeah, I can talk about it for a lot longer, but let's not because this is our episode <laughs> for today. And I'm, I would really love to hear from uh, you out there when you're listening. What do you think? And uh, have you tried being kind? Has it worked for you? Is it not? Um, uh, what do you think about it? You think it works in your business context or? Um, yeah. What are your views on kindness? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. We'd love to hear and, and, and listen to you for a change. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you, but thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, as you know, you can listen to our podcast directly online easy to find us and subscribe. Please don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss out on new episodes. Uh, you'll find us on all of the major podcast uh, outlets. Also make sure that you give us a rating and review. We would really love to hear your feedback and it also helps us get more visibility so that we can you know, connect with more people out there who are struggling with these issues. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as we said, we'd love to hear, you know, what's on your mind in the workplace. Let us know. We'd really love to hear from you. Yes. But for now, that's it. Thank you so much, Marline. Thank you too. Bye, Lisa. Bye. Until next time.